and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Welcome to the middle of the week. We are the meat. We are the meat, and you're weak. The meat and the cheese, and a little bit of the mayo, and we're headed towards the other side of that bun. Oh I don't gosh. know. This metaphor is weird. It's, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> good morning. Casey, how are you doing? Um, Good because it's a Wednesday and because it's still not that cold outside. Yeah. I'll take every bit of 37 degrees. As long as there's not snow or ice on my car, I don't care. Yeah. I think we got our days mixed up and yesterday we said it was going to rain. Today it is definitely going to rain. Yeah. Like a lot of rain. So uh, be prepared for that. All morning, Casey has been talking about the State of the Union address last night that she watched. She's been writing a dissertation about it and everything. Who's Casey? (laughs) Because I've never seen one of those. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I don't, neither of us watched that. I don't think I watched it. I saw some clips and things like that, but there's a lot of Sitting, a lot of standing. Yeah. Typical State of the Union stuff. Whatever. <laughs> I catch up on the news. Yes. The next yes. morning, whenever I get in here. Yeah. And I give her a little briefing of what happened in the last 24 hours. They did find some of the uh, the Chinese balloon. They recovered some of that. Well, good. I would hope so. Yeah. They got Navy SEALs diving down there. Just saw a lot of the actual balloon part and not a not a whole lot of the actual satellite part. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, today, hot song of the day at 710, your chance to win $200 today. We've also got Luke Bryan tickets in the big three. We'll spin the Wheel of Games at 8 o'clock. And uh, good morning. Be safe out there if you're driving. I don't know. I think they're saying that the rain is supposed to be here like after 10 a.m. So uh, be careful if you're driving today. Thank you for hanging out. It's 92.3 W.I.L. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 W.I.L. You ever try calling your mom and she has the nerve to not pick up the phone? <laughs> <laughs> My mom is usually pretty good about answering the phone. It's me. I feel she like, has a problem with. That's what I mean. I feel like moms are always picking up right when you call or they're quick to call back. But yeah. then whenever they don't pick up and you're suddenly like, what could possibly be more important? Well, Carly Pierce had a moment like that, except it was at the Grammys on Sunday night after she had won her very first Grammy with Ashley McBride. They were walking off stage. They had their Grammy. Oh my God, so exciting. What a moment together. Carly Pierce says, I gotta, I gotta FaceTime my mom. I would. So someone calls The first thing mom. that I did. Yeah. And mom wasn't even watching. Ah. Hi. Are you watching stuff? Did you know I just won? I just won. I just won. And she's like, mom, yeah. did you know I just won? Yeah, I figured I should just let you know. You and know you that- can hear mom on the other phone like, oh my gosh. And she's like, are you even watching stuff? You know that award shows uh, have taken a back seat when even the mother of one of the nominees is not watching. Right. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, I wonder if it was just on in the house and she wasn't paying attention or if she's like, oh, Carly Pierce is going, my daughter's going to the Grammys. Who knows if she'll win? Maybe yeah. not. Yeah. I it's got just, things to do. I love that she won this award uh, because she's, I feel like she's been a grinder her entire life. She's been on stage at every, I mean, since she was, what, 11 or something, 10 or 11 years old, she's been performing. I think it's more exciting that she won with Ashton McBride. Yeah, that I too. Think their come up together is going to be really great if they keep it up. Yeah. This video, it's really cute. We're really proud of Carly. We're happy that we got to have her here in St. Louis at Jingle Fest when we did back in 2021, because if we tried to get her these days... Now, now she's charging. She's a little more, uh, she's a little out of hand for us Charging now. that money. Yeah, you can see the video on our Facebook page or Instagram. Follow us at 923WIL. Remy and Casey. 
Casey, I've made the executive decision that we will be moving forward with our questions for each other for Joe Nichols. That's good because I've already thought of yours. Okay. I've, I've, I just wrote down one that I think is pretty good for you. Um, Maybe I should go back and relook at these because they're actually good interview questions. Oh. They're not like embarrassing to ask. Okay. Don't give me the good ones. I don't want all your good interview questions, Casey. Well, how am I supposed to have a good interview with Joe Nichols? <laughs> Joe Nichols has done plenty of good interviews over his uh, over his career. We're trying to have fun. Hmm. Trying to create moments, Casey. All right. For TikTok and Instagram. We'll see what I come up with then. <laughs> uh, on Friday, we've got Joe Nichols and Matt Stell at Ballpark Village. And uh, usually we get a chance to talk with the artist before the show. And we decided, I've decided that we're going to switch up the questioning and I'm going to write questions for Casey and she's going to write questions for me. See, this is the thing is I have a higher tolerance. I feel like I don't, I'm not, I'm not really bothered by it. I'll I just don't him. know like silly questions to ask him. <laughs> also, the guy seems a little serious. We'll find out. Like that's what makes me nervous. Man, that, It'd be one thing if we were doing this with like Travis Denning. Yeah. Any way you go with this though, the people want to see it. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, what if he's like, yeah, walks out of the interview. What? What? Joe Nichols walked out of the interview with Remy and Casey? If Joe Nichols ever walked out of the interview with Remy and Casey, I think I'd fire you. Man. Myself. You'd fire me? Yes! Oh my gosh. Either way, you gotta make sure you're following us on the socials on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok so that you can see the interview whenever it comes out after Hot Country Nights. We have posted up the last three shows interviews there as well. Yeah, you can check that out. Also, get your free tickets because it's a free show. Why wouldn't you come to Ballpark Village on Friday night and hang out with us? Right. It's gonna be an awesome show. And we've also got the full lineup midland nico moon uh priscilla block jared neiman all uh they'll finish out hot country nights but get your tickets now on the website 923wil.com lace them up it's time for sports with remy and casey Well, the Super Bowl is Sunday, and Travis and Jason Kelsey's podcast has been popping off as of late. I honestly didn't even know they had a podcast until mm -hmm. this whole thing started, where two brothers in the Super Bowl for the first time facing off. Recently, they had their mother, Donna, on the show, and it was pure family bliss. How disappointed were you when Travis was announced as a boy? <laughs> no, no, I was not. I was hoping for a girl, but I got one. He's a fashionista <laughs> and a dancer. And a dancer. Thanks, Mom. She's is right. It's, it's true. It's like the realest relationship in all of like celebrity or sports or whatever at this point. Donna is awesome. We love her so much. Uh, there was a press event yesterday. They had both Travis and Jason on stage. And as the announcer guy is talking and like talking to him or whatever, here comes Donna from behind with fresh baked cookies. Oh, I was boys. wondering what was in those, in those, uh, what do you call those? Like Tupperwares. Yeah. 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 Cookies, you know, because I guess mom. when you're the size of those men, you can eat whatever the heck you want because and you probably need to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're excited to see those guys. There is actually a prop bet. Uh, it's very unlikely. Less than a 1% chance that they would both score in the game. Mm -hmm. Jason is a center. So it's unless it's like one of those where it's like right up on the goal line and they like give it to him for whatever reason or he right, ends it up. It usually in a, won't happen. Not, not usually going to happen. Travis, on the other hand, probably a safe bet that he's 
he's going to get close to a touchdown. But uh, uh, speaking of football, Aaron Rodgers is also contemplating whether or not he'll return. He is the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. And if he does, to which team? In true Aaron Rodgers form, he's doing something weird to make his decision. And that's why I think it's going to be important to get through this week and then, uh, you know, to uh, to take my, uh, you know, my isolation retreat. It's, uh, it's four nights of uh, complete uh, darkness. What is this man doing? I feel like in the last three or four seasons, Aaron Rodgers has come out and he's like a total weirdo. <laughs> of all the things that I am, it's not an Aaron Rodgers fan. I've never gotten good vibes from him. And I think it all stems from when Jordan Rodgers was on The Bachelor and pretty much called his brother out for being a weirdo. Yeah. Ever since then, he's just gotten weirder and weirder. So Aaron Rodgers is going on a four-day darkness retreat in a couple weeks before he decides his future with the NFL. He described the retreat, the retreat as a sensory deprivation in isolation. I believe that Aaron Rodgers has also done things like shrooms and things like that. Yeah. It's very... Very hippie level, yeah. you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Like, I'm going to tap into the Earth's crust to see what I do next I'm in the NFL. ayahuasca with Megan Fox yeah. and MGK. I've got like $500 million in the bank. I don't know, should I continue in the NFL or not? Uh, he'll be in complete darkness with no TV, no music, and we'll have food delivered. Can you imagine eating in pitch black? I can't imagine having that much money and thinking, that's what I'll do with it. <laughs> That's what I can pencil in this month. Like, I don't know. The people that do the retreats are like, we need to charge more. Right. Uh, we get NFL players coming in here. He said he's had, he's had friends that have done it and have had profound experiences. So uh, we'll see what Aaron Rodgers decides based on this retreat. Seven days till pitchers and catchers report to Cardinals spring training. You can find more on the Facebook page. As always, 92.3 WIL. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Our new rom-com stars Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher on bad terms because they make it look that way. Together, Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher are starring a new Netflix original, Your Place or Mine. It's right on time for Valentine's Day. And while they were on the press tour for the movie, fans couldn't help but notice that the two stars looked less than enthused with each other and their body language was simply bad. Remy, have you seen, have you seen this photo? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what happens when you get two huge A-list celebrities together like that. just happens. Instead of standing close with their arms around each other with big smiles as the press took pictures and did interviews, instead they stood just side by side, hands at sides or in pockets. Ashton very straight-faced. It looks weird. It looks like they're not on a movie together. It does kind of uh, and that blow they're my strangers. It blows my mind how, in a lot of these situations where they they have TV shows or movies, and you're kind of paired with somebody, do you think they do like chemistry tests? And I don't know that they did that in this situation. It really struck the world a little surprisingly because it's Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. I yeah. don't know the man, but I w- if I was standing next to him, sure, my arm would be around him and I'd have the biggest smile on my face. But he was recently on the Chicks in the Office podcast where he came out and really said this about it. My wife called me. She texted Reese and I together and she's like, guys, you got you to gotta like, you got to like act like you like it. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? All right, here's the thing. 
If I put my arm around her, I'd be having an affair with her. Yeah. Like that would be, the rumor would be that I'm having an affair with her. Right, right. If I stand next to her, I put my hands in the, my pockets. The rumor is we don't like each yeah, other. Yeah, you guys hate each other. Yeah. So they had to improvise, and they said it didn't really work out because it didn't end up looking very good. Okay, now that makes more sense. Like, he says that he and Reese are actually very close friends, yeah. but they were just trying to keep the rumors that are inevitable at bay. Yeah, but that's funny when your wife is calling and like, hey, you guys got to... You got to actually start acting. Got to pretend like you like each other. So. Like you just did a rom-com. <laughs> yeah, right. The show, or I should say the movie, does actually look really good. It's coming out on Netflix, and it's something that I would for sure want to watch. I'm glad that these early 2000s rom-com stars are making their way back around and doing it again. Yeah, maybe they're like, you got to see the movie if you want to see his touch. Uh, maybe. <laughs> see, at least it's working. Hey, 92- 92.3 W.I.L. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. I think it's safe to say that diets suck. No way around that. Yeah. Unless they involve eating things that you actually like. Unfortunately, there isn't an Oreos and milk diet yet, but there's there's something close. I feel like that's every commercial for every d- grocery delivery box or mm, diet plan with meals involved or like weight launchers, things you actually like to eat. Yeah, they I always feel say full that. And satisfied. Yeah, I still get my brownies. <laughs> The brownies taste like chalk, but right. the brownies. Uh, there's a personal trainer named Ryan Mercer who says he ate one thing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and managed to lose about eight pounds during a 30-day challenge. Any guesses on what that was? He ate it for every meal? Yeah. Well, if I'm just guessing, I would probably say chicken, rice, and asparagus. That, that is not the Broccoli. case. Broccoli. No, it's actually something more- Subway uh, sandwiches. Pizza. Pizza. The dude ate pizza for breakfast, What's lunch, and dinner. on the pizza? That's a good question. No, 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 typical pizza toppings. I think the only thing that's different about this is that he made them, not like a Pizza Hut or a Domino's. I'm not sure if you could get away with this diet if Pizza Hut or Domino's is making your pizza every day. I don't know how you're going to get away with this diet at all, unless you're like really balancing your macros out here. Yeah, he said uh, he took on the challenge to show how Calorie uh, deficit diets allow people to lose weight without restricting their favorite foods. Yes, he was still working out through this process. So he was still in the gym. He was still doing cardio and lifting and all those things. But but because he was uh, calorie at a calorie deficit every day, he was still losing weight. He said, I consumed pizza for breakfast, lunch, so and dinner. So he ate pizza all day long. He just didn't eat as much food as he would normally eat, or he ate less than he thought he really needed. Like, instead of eating five pieces of pizza, he ate one. Yeah. I mean, he was at a he was at a deficit. So, yeah. Whatever that is, based on however much he was working out, you know what I mean? But he was eating pizza. He's just basically saying, you can eat whatever you want, just, you know, not as much, right? Uh, so, he prepared everything himself. He said he spent around $12 a day on ingredients. He also spiked in random salads and snacks. So, well, I would say then the pl- the the key to this is not yeah, to, you can eat whatever you want as long as you're like being mindful about it. Do you remember that dude who uh, ate Taco Bell and lost like 85 pounds doing he that? He ate Taco Bell like every day for like a month straight and he lost weight because he was paying attention to what it was he was eating. Yeah, no, he he ate it for a lot longer than that. He, I mean, he lost 85 pounds 
of just eating Taco Bell. And they've got they've got a decent uh like nutrition they've menu. They've got a good nutritional menu. They've got a big yeah. vegan menu too, actually. Yeah. He's not eating he's not eating cheesy gordita crunches every day. No. No. See, that's the difference. You just gotta be a little mindful. Yeah. Just be mindful. You can have whatever you want. So if you want an Oreo and milk diet, you could probably make that happen. If right? you just eat one Oreo. <laughs> just one Oreo a day. That's all you get. Right. No more. <laughs> Remy and Casey. Casey, how does Thanksgiving dinner for your Super Super Bowl party sound? Ew. Yeah. Those two things do not even go together. Like one of those things is a very fork and knife napkin scenario. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is finger foods on the couch. Yeah, we're currently building out the menu for our Super Bowl party this weekend. And I'm always reminded about this whenever we whenever we're getting food together. I've got some extended family and they go all out every year to recreate the Thanksgiving foods for their Super Bowl party. And their reasoning is why just have Thanksgiving once a year? We want to have it twice a year. No, that's not the day. They say football. You do have it twice a year. It's Thanksgiving and it's Christmas. <laughs> they say football and Thanksgiving just goes together. So that's what they have every single year. And I really think that it's the dad in this family that like really, you know, uh, lays down the law. Yeah. But I just can't imagine sitting in front of the TV with mashed potatoes and green bean casserole. No. What's a Super Bowl party without tortilla chips and chicken wings? What if your team scores? How are you going to properly move that away from you? Step away from the table, set down your utensils so that you can get up and celebrate. No, yeah. that stuff's gonna go flying across the room. Do you have any? Do you have any other weird like foods that you've been to a Super Bowl party and you're like, why is this here? Because I've been to one where there was spaghetti and that's weird. Ew, what? Yeah. Who's? I don't know. Your family's. This is not my family. This was like a this was like a friend of a friend of a friend mm. went over to their Super Bowl party and they there was a crock pot with spaghetti. It wasn't bad. I, I got a little bit. It just <laughs> feels like Super Bowl is the easiest holiday to nail the food because yeah. it's not hard. Not it's hard chips, at all. it's dip, it's meatballs, it's wings, and if that's all you've got, you've already succeeded. I was once at a party where there was steak and crab legs. That they were fancy town. That was that was fancy. I, I don't even know. I don't know how much that bill was. What about Chinese no. food? Do you have Chinese food for thing or for uh, Super Bowl? It, that yeah, that just doesn't seem like a. I mean that I, maybe I would take Chinese food. Yeah. Because it's like the cheapest of it all. It's chicken fried rice. Right. I think that'd be a great little side. I think that's okay. Yeah. Spaghetti. Uh, if I pull up to your house and you've got spaghetti ready <laughs> on Super Bowl Sunday, I'm leaving. I can't have spaghetti on my plate for the Super Bowl. It's just like. You could host any time of the, any day of the year that you want. You could have people over and make yeah. a Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, pizza is also something that's a little questionable. I know a lot of people do that for Super Bowl, but we have cousins that bring pizza on yeah. Super Bowl, and it's always hit me a little bit weird. Yeah, like, like maybe it, can you get a pizza roll and cut that thing up in little bitty squares? Like if we're doing emos squares, that is a little better. Yeah, I don't know. I just. It's like going to McDonald's and getting the 50-piece nugget and just, like, setting it down on the table. There you go. (laughs) There's my appetizer. Is there a weird, non-traditional spread that you have for your Super Bowl party? Let us know. 314-954-9230. Let's get into it. Let's play the big three so that Justin Imperial has a chance to win. Tickets to go see Luke Bryan in August. Remy, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good. Well, are you ready to spin this wheel and All see right. what game you're about to play? Let's go ahead and spin it. Perfect. So today we're going to play Oh Brother. 
In spirit of the Kelsey brothers facing off in the Super Bowl, I'm going to explain some facts about sets of celebrity siblings that you probably forgot were even related, and you'll have to tell me who they are. Oh, no. We won't keep track of what you got right or wrong so that Dusty and Imperial can play from on the phone. And then when it's all said and done, he'll tell us how many he thinks that Remy gets correct. If he's right, he gets the tickets. Let's go! Okay, we'll see how well you know your celebrity siblings. Can you name this pair? While one of these siblings led a hockey team to success, the other keeps his role as a troubled playboy on and off screen. Uh, That would be Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen. Number two. This pair of sisters hit the scene as teenagers while one of them starred as a 90s witch. The other is known for her role as an Upper East Side It Girl. Ah. Teenage Sabrina, the teenage witch. Clarissa explains it all. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa, Joan Hart, and Sarah Michelle Gellar. Number three. (laughs) (laughs) Way off on that. These two siblings are a pair of actors who take after their mother and stepfather. Now this duo owns and designs Casey's favorite clothing line. What's your favorite clothing line? Fabletics. <laughs> uh, say that one more time. These two siblings are a pair of actors who take after their mother and stepfather. Today. This duo owns and designs Casey's favorite clothing line. Gosh, I don't know. All I can think about is the Kardashians. I'm going to say Kim and Khloe Kardash. Because you love their clothing line. I don't know. (laughs) Dusty from Imperial. How many do you think that Remy got correctly today? Dusty, are you there? I'm here. There he is. How many do you think I got right today? One. Remy. Remy got one correctly, Dusty. That means that you are going to Luke Bryan on August 26th. All right, so what were the answers on the other two? Dusty, maybe you can help me out. Did you know any answers that Remy didn't get correctly? So, A, of course, the first one is Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen. Got that one correct. Number two, these two sisters hit the scene as as teenagers while one starred as a 90s witch. The other was an Upper East Side It Girl. Dusty doesn't hit me as the kind of guy that would know this. Dusty doesn't know that one. That's obviously Robin Lively and Blake Lively. Uh, I don't even know that Blake had a sister. Yeah. Okay. Teen Witch. And number three, these two siblings are a pair of actors who take after their mother and stepfather. Now this duo owns Casey's favorite clothing line. It's, of course, Kate and Oliver Hudson, Fabletics. Oh, I did have it right. Daughter and son of Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Gotcha. Well, I definitely knew the uh, Fabletics part. Are you rocking any today? I am. You bet I am. (laughs) My jacket, my leggings, it's all there. Congratulations, Dusty. You're going to see Luke Bryan. Thanks for playing. Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL.
the tough guys of country music are sharing their sweet ideas about real love and what it is right on time for Valentine's Day as the holiday's coming up. Brantley Gilbert says he just wishes for a relationship that stands the test of time. I think about my grandparents. We're talking about people that were married 50 years and still hold hands and who were in love until the day they died. We eventually had to put both of them in a nursing home and they literally had to keep them with their beds set up facing each other. Do you know any couples like this? Uh, just a couple from the notebook. True. <laughs> and I guess they're not totally like that, but... That's true. So that, that couple that's just inseparable. This is the gingerbread man's grandparents. We were just talking about this recently. Like, that is them to a T. Yeah. Always at the hip. And of course, we know as loud and as brash Chris Jansen can be, he's really just a softie at heart. And he writes most of his songs about his wife, Kelly, in mind. It's Valentine's Day like every day at our house. I am a hopeless romantic. <laughs> I think Kelly is too kind of, but not as much as me probably. And I'm like, hey, do you want to just hold hands and go walking through the prairies? Oh. You know? <laughs> Chris, Chris Jansen is one of those and, and I want to see him mad Like I want to see him in his house Just yelling at his kids or something But I, I don't yeah. think it happens I don't think I so truly either I really do not think it happens I think he literally That's who he is Hey honey you want to go for a nice romantic walk In the forest Maybe get lost Maybe take off her clothes or something Right That's Chris That is Chris <laughs> And his energy is always at a 10 But yeah, I know. So I thought it was funny. All these, uh, the tougher guys or the louder guys in country music, I guess, sharing their ideas about love before Valentine's Day. I know it's not until next week, but you know, nobody's really talking about Super Bowl. Yeah, you were saying tough guys, and I was like, she better start with Brantley Gilbert. I don't know. <laughs> you, you have to. I don't know if Luke Bryan's one of those tough guys. Hey, Remy and Casey. So yesterday, I went back to Monroe County. We were in Columbia and I went just to stay hi to my mom during her lunch hour. And she was like, you know, I have to actually run to the quilting shop. Would you mind coming with? Wait, we have a quilting shop in Columbia? You do. Oh. And I'd, I've always known that it was there, but I'd never been inside. Yeah. And oh my gosh, my mind was simply blown at what a market there is for quilting, because I hadn't, I mean, I know people do it and I know there probably was a bigger market for it back in the day, but the we were in that store, A, it's huge. B, there were people coming in and out left and right all day long. There were yeah. classes happening. Was there any dudes? Yeah, I think a man like either owns it or he's like works very, um, he's like one of the main guys. Yeah. I had no idea about- He's like, hey, what's up? And I, I was like, uh- <laughs> No idea about quilting either. My aunt is super into it. Like, goes to conventions for quilters. It's a whole thing. Yeah. I was just, I guess I was just really surprised that there was such a market for this um, when I was not expecting it. Yeah. I feel like that one thing that the internet has done is that it's allowed us to be way more specialized and niche mm -hmm. with our interests. And it just, and if you are interested in something like quilting, it just perpetuates that on the internet because you can find all your friends on the internet. Do you know how many friends I have in the area, in the St. Louis area, that are into coral and fish? Like two. You know how many I have on the internet? Like thousands. That's what's also surprising to me about whenever you talk about like going to the... Uh, coral conventions? The, no, the shops in town. Oh, gotcha. I'm like, there's, sh there's more than two people who are going to buy stuff there? Right, yeah. That Isn't blows it, my mind. It's nuts. I feel like there's so many different... Uh, <laughs> There's so many different conventions and weird 
hobbies out there, uh, metal detecting. Have you ever heard of geocaching before? No. Where uh, people will hide things in trees and like under logs and things, and you enter GPS coordinates on your phone. Oh, and you go find it. And you go find it. That's crazy. And you leave something else there. That's a whole hobby. Uh, trains. <laughs> if you want to, if you want a good time, go to YouTube and search like for train enthusiasts. And some like it would just look like a train is coming down the tracks. But it's like a special limited edition whatever train. And these guys are crying because they're seeing these trains in real life running down the tracks. It's crazy. I don't know about all this. It makes me feel like I've got a pretty boring life. Like I like to do the regular thing. I go to the dog park. Yeah. I watch Netflix sometimes. You need a new hobby. You need to like. I don't know that I want to get this far in. You need to collect like Pokemon cards or become a Disney adult. No. (laughs) Those are two easy no's. I do want to know, like, what's a weird hobby that your friend has? I have a feeling that a lot of people aren't going to call in and be like, I've got a weird hobby. Right, because you don't think it's weird if it's yourself. But, like, if somebody asked me, I would easily say, oh, my co-host, he farms coral in his basement. (laughs) It's the weirdest thing. You'd never believe it. 314-954-9230. Let us know that weird thing that your friend is, like, super into. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. I love betting on sports and I'm a very low stakes gambler. Like we're talking, I'm going to put a dollar on seven things parlayed together and maybe I'll make 200 bucks if all of those things happen. But as usual, you can bet on pretty much any event that happens during the Super Bowl. And so I've got for you some of the biggest prop bets this year for the Super Bowl. Oh, I think we did this last year and we tried to see who got the best. Every, uh, yeah. Who did the best. We can, if you want to do that on the first one, I I feel like this is one that uh, might be fun. The length of the national anthem. Right, over under. Over under this year has been set at two minutes and five seconds. Chris Stapleton is singing the national anthem this year. So I think it was last year that Eric Church, and, or maybe the year before. Yeah, because last year was Mickey Guyton. Yeah. So the year before, Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan did national anthem. And usually, so I play the national anthem in here every morning. And it usually lasts between a minute and one thirty. Eric Church had that at like 2.30. Yeah. It was long. Yeah. And uh, I want to also say you're welcome, NFL, for us country music. Uh, supplying your national su- anthem yeah, supplying singers. all the singers for the national anthem. I'm going to say Chris Stapleton definitely goes over because you know he's going to have a guitar and you know, you know he's going to be riffing. Yeah. The funny thing about this is that all these like, because you can go out and you can see has that performer done this in the past. How right. long did they perform this in the past? And another thing is they'll do this in rehearsal. So they'll rehearse this. So anybody that's in the stadium at that time will kind of have an idea as to how long that national anthem is going to go. Yeah. So you could put like $1,000 on this thing and make money easy. But yeah, I think he's going to go over too. There's actually a bet on how long the word brave in the national anthem will go. Home of the- I see Chris Stapleton being a short brave. Will it be over or under five seconds? I'm going under. I'm going to go over that because I think he's really going to hang on to that. Uh, Will there be a scoring drive that's shorter than the national anthem? Odds makers say yes. 64% likely to happen. This one's fun. Jason and Travis Kelsey each score a touchdown. You can win big money here. It's less than a 1% chance to happen. Right. Obviously, Jason... 
he's on offense, but he's a center. Right. He's not a scorer. Travis Kelsey, well, very likely that he will score a touchdown in this game. But if it does happen, I think that's something you put a like, couple bucks on. Just put $2 on You know that. some people are out there really betting on that. I think you make a couple hundred bucks just, you know. I could see them doing that. Like, I could see them making a big deal about, oh, the two brothers and the only Super Bowl. But could you see his team? Could you see the Eagles somehow rigging it and like, okay, if we get in this position, if we get in this one certain spot and Jason's there, send it. I love this. I, I'm, I'm envisioning this play. In my, it's like a trick play. And he's like, huh, 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 huh. <laughs> yes. It's so it's so fun <laughs> to see huge guy, huge linebackers running down the field. Oh, it's so great. So those are some of the prop bets this year uh, that we'll be betting on for the Super Bowl. But I really think that Chris Stapleton's going over. Yeah. I mean, he once sang an eight-minute rendition of Tennessee whiskey. Right. So, I mean, he is. He's gonna be. He's going to take his time because he's going to feel that music like Chris Stapleton does. So we're going over here on the show. What are you doing? 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It's Remy and Casey on the way out today. We are halfway through the week, you and I. Holla! That was an amazing reaction. I loved it. Uh, today we talked about the weird, non-traditional Super Bowl foods that you may encounter when you're out there in the wild. Uh, we talked about my family, my extended family, that likes to have a Thanksgiving feast on Super Bowl Sunday. Which really does all the wrong things for me. But I did have someone text me and say, hey, we're having Italian this year at Super Bowl. Kind of hate it. Does but that that hits you the wrong way too, because it's like it's weird it's to just, be eating spaghetti. It's a spaghetti. sit down dinner thing that I don't. I feel like I can't get with. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little odd. If you've got any oddities, maybe you love having pizza or spaghetti or Chinese or whatever that is at your Super Bowl party. Leave that uh, comment on the Facebook page. You can always check that out. Also, uh, if you missed anything from the show, we always post our podcast every day. The Remy and Casey Show podcast is up, and we will see you uh, tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 923 WIL.